Welcome to the Raven Scott Show, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissist abuse. Welcome to the Raven Scott Show. Thank you so much for joining me again for another week of the Empaths Energy Update. This is the place where you're going to gain a lot of information of human design to alleviate the frustration in your life, to heal your inner child, to gain access to know how to what your life's purpose is, and to parent your child accordingly. We are looking at the human design transits, what's happening in the cosmos, to get us prepared and equipped in our emotional intelligence for the week. It's time. The eclipse is today, Saturday, April 30th in Taurus. Comment below if you're curious how this affects you and your family. I had a great awakening pre-portal just a, a few days ago before this energy of the portal occurs. And if you're highly sensitive and you're doing a lot of research and studying the energy, typically these energies are going to hit you a few days before. And if you're just starting to learn, you're going to feel the energy a few days afterwards. And this is the beauty of energy is it ebbs and flows. So since this energy is going to throw you off course, take the moment to pause. Take it as a gift. It's important to evaluate your path. Ask yourself, what in your life is aligned with your soul? What feels good? What lights you up? What is the best energy, habits, people that you really enjoy in your life? And are there habits that you wish to change? Are there certain things about your day, your life, your emotions that you wish to change, that you don't want in your life anymore? And have you had an emotionally frustrated encounter with your child lately? If you have children, have you had an emotionally frustrated encounter with your spouse, your partner, or maybe a family member? So pause and assess. What is at the core of this conflict? Is it from your past? Is it something from your childhood? What do they do that triggers you? And who in your childhood did the same? And allow the energy of Taurus, the, of household, of resources, of nourishment to fortify your solution and plan to create harmony. Are your children fighting each other? Is there a lot of conflict at the moment? Because this energy kind of throws us all off kilter, this can happen and it's normal. What I would recommend and what we actually had is have a family meeting and be the therapist for your children. Don't just send them off in their own corners, let it blow off and don't address it because it will fester and it will harbor inside of them. And it may bite you back in your butt when they're teenagers or when they're adults or, you know, what have you. So assess what is the bigger problem within this conflict? Because with children, it, it's always very small. As adults, we think, oh, that's so insignificant. That's so small. However, it's big for them because it's important to them. Their world is small right now. So assess what is the theme of this problem? What is the bigger problem here? And give them real life examples and use yourself as an example. Use maybe you and your partner, like, you know, you and someone else and how you were able to find a way to resolve the conflict, change your habits 
to better the situation and how the other person changed their habits to better the situation. Because it's not one person's fault in a conflict. There's always two sides to that conflict and there's an interpretation of what something was said and a delivery of how something was said, right? So rather than blaming the bad behavior and labeling it is to find, you know, that common ground, teach them through example, teach them through stories and analogies. And, you know, we all have good intentions and usually the conflict is from mixed messages. So open the lines of communication in your partnership, in your family, with your children during this portal window to strengthen the bonds in your family. And all of a sudden, why am I talking about family? This is a new channel, so maybe you think this is what I normally talk about. Uh, In the past, I've talked more about healing from a narcissist abusive relationship because I've written a book, Empath and the Narcissist. I share about all of my healing journey in there and tools that you can use. And during this portal season, I myself listened and heard that my true path is to elevate the children, to elevate the next generation, to elevate the narrative and the story about toxic relationships and communications and people. And Taurus allows us to evaluate because it's a slow and steady energy. It slows everything down to slow motion. And it really gives you the energy to gain clarity on whatever you're seeking, whatever the dilemma is in your head, whatever you're struggling with, whatever is not serving you anymore. And it allows you to align with that new energy, with the new intentions, with what you do wish to receive in nourishment and joy and abundance in your life. Have you ever wondered why does my child do this? What is going on? Or maybe you're trying to discover what your soul's purpose is and what the correct career path. You just don't understand why there are so many energy blocks in your way to abundance and joy. When I found my human design chart, it gave me so much clarity that I couldn't even imagine. It described me to a T and went even further. It shared with me what my life's theme is and I feel such a calm knowing that I'm on the right path. Knowing my child's human design chart is so important and has been such a powerful tool for me. It's almost like, you know, they say as parents, you don't have a manual to knowing how to raise your child. Well, human design is probably the closest thing to that roadmap because a human design chart is your child's unique blueprint. And so if you want to know how unique your child is and how you can parent them that aligns and flows with ease, contact me and I will run you and your child's chart to take a look at what the interaction is and how I can help you and coach you in making your parenting journey just a little bit easier. So sign up for your human design chart reading today. And so also at the same time, it is aligning with the north node and south node. We call these the nodes of fate. This is a powerful portal to listen to your soul's truth about why you're truly here, what your life's soul's purpose path is. 
And when the, the eclipse happens, the sun and the moon are hugging. They're conjoined. They're right up next to each other at the same degree right now in Taurus. And so what that means is the sun is illuminating your feelings right up next to the moon, which symbolizes your emotions. And with this slow motion, this opens up a portal for you to really embrace and to assess those feelings and find the root cause of those feelings. It's a beautiful energy. And if we don't really like to do any shadow work, it can be difficult. You know, that's why they say this throws you off course. You don't like it. Ah, uh, You just feel kind of crummy sometimes because sometimes you feel like you're just bonked in the side of the head with this thing that you need to deal with. But embrace it. If you're in the spiritual journey, we know that we need to empty out our closet. And we need to unearth the things that aren't serving us anymore, the pain from the past so that we can rewrite those patterns. So if you can embrace this energy, it truly will be beneficial and you'll, you'll learn to love it, honestly. And so for me, I listened and I heard that my truth for my soul's journey, what I truly am here to do. And as I was listening to a beautiful podcast by Magic Kathy talking more in depth about her interpretation of this eclipse is that she said, your soul knows it already knows deep down inside you within your intuition. You just have to take a pause, a moment to listen and to recognize what you already know. And when I did that, I heard that mine was to elevate the future, the next generations, to help them see how unique they are and help their parents know that their energy of like how their energy works, how unique they are and to give them the tools so to know the reasons why they do the things they do that frustrate them, that trigger them, um, that they just can't relate to and they don't understand how to help them and they butt heads over it. So this is something that I truly am passionate about helping because every time I have a conversation with, a f- I immediately know why. I know why they're struggling with this and I want to help human design and knowing, you know, their child's unique ability and guide their unique energy is to guide them into an emotionally intelligent adult because that is our future. Emotionally evolving to break the patterns, to heal the wounds, to end so much of this toxicity that has been passed on from generation to generation and keeping it hidden under the rug right? A cycle is ending, a new one's beginning, and the new one starts with the children. It starts with our next generations. The future is our children. They, and they are intelligent. They are spiritually advanced. They are smart. They are bold and they are brave. They have a lot of energy in their north node, in Taurus, and in Aries, and all of the zodiacs to help us elevate in this human being existence, in this human evolution. So I'm going to be focusing more on human design on this channel, parenting as specifically knowing yourself, healing your inner child. All of these go back to if you don't have the capacity for to handle the emotions and stressors that your children do um, kind of instigate around us, 
then you need to go back to your inner child. Go back to yourself and heal so your cup is full. So you have grace and you have space to hold for your children when they're learning how to be emotionally intelligent. It is a journey and it is a process. And we have to show them how and we have to be able to guide them how with our coaching and teaching them how their unique energy operates in the world. And human design is a beautiful tool that does just that. So ultimately, all of this too benefits to guarding against the narcissist. If your child is raised intelligently knowing their unique ideas and blueprints and energies and how they maybe take on other people's identity or how they take on other people's agendas, they already have the knowledge. So now they can be guarded against those who try and, you know, scheme against them and manipulate them. And they'll be smart to it. And that is how narcissism becomes extinct. Now also it helps ultimately to guard against trauma because they're not being shoved and forced into a box that they don't belong or shushed because they're crying or just different things like that we've all experienced as children you know being told I told you so when we ask why or because I said so or because the bible says those aren't reasons those are just I'm too lazy to answer I don't know how to answer and um, and those are minor traumas because we're not able to connect and understand why things are and then also uh, the human design allows us for the next generation to guard against unnecessary conditioning that we all ultimately as adults are now rewiring ourselves and deconditioning ourselves from what we've been taught to do, right? Just do as I say so. Do it like this. Do it my way. All of those things, maybe that your parent isn't your energy type in the human design. And it's not going to make sense. And it's going to feel really bad and you're going to feel like the manifester your fire has been dampened down but you have to rediscover your fire as an adult what if we didn't dampen down the manifester's fire as children and they were able to really make a difference in the world because they didn't have to rewire and rediscover that they had that fire within them so so many beautiful ways that we can help the next generations emotionally involved and Ra Uru who said himself human design is for the children but so much have it been so focused on ourselves and healing ourselves because of the conditioning and the trauma we've experienced that we've forgotten we've forgotten that this system is truly to help us guide and parent the next generation and for them to grow wise in knowing exactly what their unique blueprint is it's right there they can learn right now as young children teenagers young adults so subscribe to this channel follow me on instagram read my blog on medium and make sure that you like this video we're going to head into the energy forecast here after i share with you this beautiful reading that i did for a client all right, are you ready for the three second challenge? Make sure that you like and subscribe to this channel on the count of three. Are you ready to do this? Here we go. Three, two, one. Subscribe. Did you do it? Did you do it? I hope that you did it. And thank you so much for liking and subscribing to this channel.
So I think what I'm seeking the most is how do I overcome those blocks? How do I really feel my feelings and allow them to move through me? I'm not, I'm not sure how to do that. I feel like that's where I get really stuck um, is feeling the feelings. So um, I think that's how I articulated it when I asked you previously. Um, but when it comes to manifesting, that's what we have to do is feel it. So how do I feel it thoroughly, I guess? Mm-hmm. Am I doing it right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so when you asked that question, I immediately connected to your solar plexus and I immediately connected it to, okay, where's your moon and what is aspecting your moon? And I didn't really dive really deep, deep into your astrology chart, just because I saw something screaming at me and I'm like, okay, we need to address this. And if there's anything else that comes up, then we'll address it. So this is you, my darling. So I immediately go to your solar plexus um, with that question is you have an open solar plexus uh, center and the solar plexus center governs your emotions. Um, Pretty much that's what it does. So since you have it white, you amplify others' emotions. And um, this is just part of your existence, right? So you're making it really whoever's around you. And sometimes it can, they can be open too. Um, but whatever you are feeling is sometimes and most of the times, especially um, I know with your upbringing, if you want to share a little bit about that, that you, I think, conditionally learned to not trust your emotion. Absolutely. That's a thousand percent true. Like, and being a part of an enmeshed family, like growing up and I'm an adult child in recovery for emotional sobriety. Like this is huge because one of the things in enmeshed families is that you're always governing your emotions based on your person that is your higher power and your family's emotions and whether or not you're allowed to feel your emotions fully. That absolutely resonates with me. That's gorgeous. Yeah. And then the struggle too, as a child, because I have this as well and I relate 100% is that when, as a child, you need to be taught emotional intelligence. And I think our generation and, you know, a whole bunch of us until recently, our kids are now learning emotional intelligence. So we didn't know, like, they would just label it. Oh, she's having a temper tantrum. And maybe you were sent to your room and you had to deal with your emotions alone. But your emotions at the time were also not your own emotions. Let's say you were in a group with your family, your brother, sister, um, And all of a sudden you're the one that's exploding. You're the one that's yelling and screaming because you are literally amplifying their frustration, their anger, their upsetness, whatever it is. And you're the one expressing it because you're amplifying it. So what I like to call those centers that are colored in, those are like the sound waves, the energy waves going out. And the ones that are white, that's the receiver. You're receiving it. And sometimes if we don't know how to regulate it and it overwhelms us, the volume is turned way up and everyone around us is like, what's going on with this child? I don't know how to deal with this huge emotion. Let's just do something to like push her away or band-aid it. Right. Like yeah. the, the religious control was there as well as um, forced into the religious side of things at a very young age. I'm the oldest of three girls um, and I'm a Leo. So I was often called dramatic. Um, and a problem child because I had ADHD, not knowing that I had ADHD. So like, I was too much, I was always too much like feelings and it's right. It's, it's always based on what everyone else was feeling. My parents had marital problems. They fought loudly. 
mm-hmm. all the time. And so it was just a reflection of what I was learning. And then I treated my sisters with the same aggression that my dad treated me with. And so that makes absolute sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just the whole process of when you're unconscious about all these things and you're not taught about it, especially as a child and how to deal with them, then you, you explode, you reciprocate and you are mirroring what you saw your father doing. And so that's something that in these white centers, we have a superpower to rewire these neurons because they are something that we're amplifying from outside. So that's the good news is you can rewire it. And I think for you to kind of dive deep into your um, just allowing yourself to feel monitoring, I'm feeling this, you know, is it really yours? Just the other day I was laying next to my daughter and she, I felt like I wanted to cry. Like it was like right before waking up, just a good example. She has a defined solar plexus. So it might be something too for you to kind of learn what, what is Addie's. And I was like, why do I have this overwhelming sense that I need to cry? Like, I just woke up. What are you, what am I doing? And I looked over and my daughter, she was crying. So it's like a really good example of how that in real life um, works. And I think also with you feeling like you're labeled, like you're ADHD, you are all over the place, you're too much, you're a Leo, like the thing is, is when I look at your chart overall, yeah, you are too much. You're too much for your, you know, family who doesn't get you or for most of the people who don't get you because you are powerful. Like you are freaking a rock star, Amber. And you just have to lean into that and embrace it. You know, continue your self-love and self-care that you're doing to fully embrace it. Your open head center and your manifesting generator is the type you are. So those two contribute to the world 3D label of uh, ADHD, you know, or ADD. So when you have the open head center, you receive inspiration and ideas from all different various ways, right? Like your brain feels a bit scattered. But what it is, is it's just you're like, boop, receiving this, boop, receiving this, boop, receiving this. And like, you're just like, I went from A to Z to C to F and it's like, boom, boom, boom. Since the energy theme for this week is to pause and nourish yourself and focus in on what this eclipse energy is showing you, shining the light on your path. I wrote a blog on Medium about 10 tips to nourish yourself that you need to learn as a natural born spiritual mentor and survivor of toxic relationship. Rather, maybe I'll call it abusive, but how about toxic? I have spent the last decade healing and finding ways to nurture myself, experiencing panic attacks and stress from realizing I was manipulated and abused and finding out I was pregnant with a girl. I swore to myself I would do the emotional work to change the pattern so my daughter would not feel the same pain as I did. I have done the work. Before I did this work, I so easily got stuck in victim mentality. I was codependent. I felt despair and I felt pain. I felt worthless. I felt suicidal, hopeless, and powerless. 
But through this work, I found my power. I found my voice, embraced my flaws as beauty. I found my bravery, my independence, peace, and joy. And it has benefited my life on my spiritual journey. It's benefited my husband's life and the lives of my children. I teach spiritual transformation because it brings you joy over sadness. It brings you freedom instead of imprisoned in an abusive emotional roller coaster. It brings you power instead of feeling weak and helpless. It brings life instead of stagnation. So you can achieve your dreams and feel content in what you do every day. Spiritual transformation helps you feel validated and worthy of your life's mission and calling. So here are 10 ways I nourished myself to grow and regain my sparkle back after life knocked me down. Number one, be present. I believe if every person loves themselves as much, if not more, than their role model or their idol, then every person would be free from their shackles of fear and unworthiness. Every person is independent and makes decisions off their intuition over someone else's opinion. Every person knows they are beautiful and unique. Every person feels worth of joy and abundance. I dream every person honors their own self by saying no when they mean no and shrugs off the shame and blame like oil and water. I dream our earth will be safe for our future. I dream each race is respected and not thought of as other than or as competition for resources. And in that dream, it can only become a reality if we all just do one thing, be present. Eckhart Tolle says, the source of abundance is not outside you. It is part of who you are. The abundance he means, and I mean, is not solely of money. Money is energy. Love is energy. Being present with time is energy. Abundance is the air we breathe, the life we make, the joy we feel. If we all ask ourselves, what can I give here? How can I be of service to this person or this situation? That is the first step to being present. And when we breathe in this idea and center ourselves and our breath before entering into a meeting, a speech, or conversation with love, joy, and service, reciprocity and abundance flows freely. When we are worried about all that is outside our control, or our to-do list, or what happened earlier, we are not present. We cannot hear the other person in front of us, and we cannot exchange equal energies because our mind and energy are scattered. The most effective way to nourish yourself and others is being present. In the moment, eye to eye with them, asking them questions, answering their questions, and sharing life and memories together. You also must find time to be present with yourself and in the silence of life. Meditation is a very calming and healthy practice to find stillness. Thich Nhat Hanh says, if you can find a moment to sit wherever you are, stay there and enjoy doing nothing. Enjoy your in-breath and out-breath. 
Don't allow yourself to be carried away by your thinking, worries, or projects. Just sit there and enjoy doing nothing. Enjoy your breathing and the fact that you are alive and that you have 20 minutes or half an hour to enjoy doing nothing. This is very healing, transforming, and nourishing. Number two, enjoy the sunshine. Spend time outside to nourish your mind, soul, and your body. It is scientifically proven that spending time in the sun to absorb the infrared rays of the sun between the hours of 7 to 10 a.m. and 3 to 6 p.m. have a multitude of health benefits. Dr. Roger Seaholt shares in Commune podcast with Jeff Krasno that sunlight is vital for health and immunity. Sunlight provides much more than just vitamin D and melatonin is not just for helping you go to sleep at night. It affects your immune system, your circadian rhythm, reduces the oxidative stress, improves your mood, and allows you to deep sleep to repair the recharge your body and your brain. There are so many benefits to enjoying sunshine. Just be mindful that between 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. are the most intensive UV rays that could cause skin cancer if unprotected. The second component to enjoying sunshine is that you will be out in nature if your neighborhood, in your neighborhood, or possibly in a rugged natural forest. Either way, stop and smell the roses. Literally, stop and smell the roses. I do it all the time. Observe the local flora. Watch the birds. Find a tree to ask for some wisdom. In my lowest times, I found that walking over to a tree that spoke to me and looked wise and beautiful was the most calming. I would stand in front of it, touch it with my hand, and ask, What do you need to tell me? What wisdom do you have for me? Because I feel hopeless. And in those times, a phrase of wisdom, perspective, and calm would pop into my head, and my anxiety and hopelessness would wash away. I felt grounded and ready to press on in my healing endeavor. Number three, discover yourself. We are born into this world with a thick fog of amnesia, and it seems that it takes most of our life to awaken to why our souls chose to be here. There are so many personality tests to find out what type of person you are, ranging from personality index, Enneagram, astrology natal charts, and my favorite, human design. Human design is a combination of astrology, I Ching, Kabbalah, the chakra system, and the scientific neutrinos. So when you enter your birth information, it creates an extensive and thorough chart of your energy, personalities, your life's themes, your life struggles, your soul's purpose, which, uh, how do you absorb energy, how to guard against your uh, outside energy, gives you correct strategies to know how to use your energy and the best way to make decisions without regrets. Knowing yourself intimately, it empowers you to awaken to who you truly are. It emboldens you to love yourself and it helps you guard against the lies of culture, of oppressive organizations, and toxic people that try to manipulate you. The knowledge of yourself 
is like a divine armor that nourishes your relationship with yourself and it guards your hearts and minds. Number four, get creative. <clears throat> your, get your paintbrushes out. Sit back down to the piano or pick up a guitar. Design your bedroom to be a spa retreat. Write a bedroom. Write a poem. Build a 3D Lego set. Cook a delicious artisan meal. The point is, do whatever you believe to be creative. We all contain the ability for creativity, even if you believe you do not. When we tap into our creativity, we return to ourselves. It nourishes our inner child. It brings joy. It produces serotonin. It applies creative thinking, problem solving, communication, and it nourishes your soul. Trying new things strengthens your mind, confidence, and growth mindset. Trial and error is a very healthy and natural process of being a human being. Cultivate your being to enjoy the process of creating. Enjoy the connection to your intuition and visions. Sit and breathe. Trust your tools and create for the joy rather than for the end result. As you write, as you create and listen to your emotions, allow them to flow out into the medium you are using. Allow the first couple creations to be ugly until you've cleared out those negative emotions you may have bottled up inside. And when you create from the heart, you fulfill your soul's purpose and spread joy into the world. Nurture your inner child through and meditation and Ho'oponopono prayer. This is the single most powerful way to nourish yourself and heal from childhood trauma. And the truth is, we all have childhood trauma, big or small. Your inner child is that six-year-old self that lives within your psyche. We grow up, but we always carry the memories and conditioning from our childhood into adulthood. And if those are not addressed and healed, we operate out of a wounded child ego, and this causes turmoil and pain. Once we heal our inner child and become the loving adult to support them, when words or circumstances trigger us, we have the ability to handle it with ease and grace. The number one way that you can nurture your inner child is to practice a guided meditation. This meditation will feel uncomfortable at first and you more than likely will cry, but if you press on through it, you will feel relief and healing. You will heal any trauma and pain or expectations imposed on you at a very young age that you are still carrying around in your emotional satchel. One by one, you will be allowed to empty out this pain and expectations and have a much lighter emotional satchel to carry. When the trauma, pain, shame, and expectations are not healed through this meditation, it gets passed down from one generation to another. If you look back at your parents' and grandparents' pain, it is the same with a tiny variation, but with the same patterns. The way to remove those patterns and to break the cords of the past is nurturing and healing your inner child. When you use this powerful meditation, you will transform and heal the brokenness inside you 
that allows you to put up with the circumstances and people that do not serve you. You will be able to hold space and love the most difficult people with boundaries. You will be able to love and care for yourself and with your cup full, your love will overflow for those around you. I recommend doing this meditation practice for only 15 minutes every day for 28 days straight. And it is imperative that you take the time to do this meditation so you may be free from the negative patterns in your life. This meditation will be in the meditation playlist next week in May of 2022. And in addition, I have uploaded the Ho'oponopono prayer meditation for you in the meditation playlist. So go ahead and click on over to that when you're finished listening. The Ho'oponopono prayer is a very powerful healing and negative energy cleansing mantra. And it simply states, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. Number six, treat yourself to a spa day. It is important to take the time to relax your mind, adrenal glands, body, to nourish your soul and control your anxiety and stress levels. Science has proven that stress compromises our health. And spas or a spa environment in your home can help reduce the stress by slowing down, indulging in herb-infused bath, and maybe even a bonus massage. Other than being a hell yes, easy decision to treat yourself to a spa day, the health benefits are major. It improves your sleep because you are so relaxed and mainly because you are off your screen. You're not working. You're not worrying about all of the stressors of the world. This is a cross-reference point to number two, that screens and the blue light after sunset wreaks havoc on your melatonin levels and sleep cycle. Sleep is essential for the body to restore itself. Spa days help in preventing signs of aging with face masks, lotions, massages, chemical peels, the fun little cucumbers on the eyes, sulfur baths, and so much more. An at-home hack for you is rubbing lotion all over your body daily will aid in preventing dementia. Now, I can't say that this is scientifically proven. I need to do more research on this, but I was told by a woman, a health clinic nurse. So it won't hurt you, right? Spa days restore mental balance and health. A good massage and soak erases the stress and the worry away. Have you ever left a massage panicked about a deadline? No, I haven't. I could barely remember what day it was. All my worries and the stress just melted away because the time away from the fast-paced stressful life leave you feeling relaxed and rejuvenated. You don't have to have loads of money to enjoy a spa day. You can enjoy an at-home spa day by playing relaxing Reiki music, diffusing essential oils, soaking in a bubble bath, light some candles, and place cucumbers on your eyes. There are so many store-bought masks that leave you feeling relaxed and clean. Plus, if you have a partner, ask them to give you a massage and you will give them one in return. Number seven, 
Heal your chakra through meditation. Your chakras are the energy centers at different points in your body, balancing and healing the chakras. Energy healing that focuses on channeling love and light energy around each of the seven major chakras. This healing is treating your energetic body, which is where the emotions are stored. Negative emotions that are held in your energy body affect your physical body and well-being. Blocked, imbalanced chakras can show in the physical body as arthritis, constipation, food allergies, bladder or colon problems, or emotionally feeling insecure about finances, resentment, and anxiety over basic needs and well-being. Healing each chakra clears the blocks and sends corrective affirmations for properly functioning chakra, which helps achieve ease and peace in your emotional body and physical body. You can unblock your chakras by practicing this guided meditation with mantras, EFT tapping in the meditation playlist, yoga, essentials, nutrition, spending time in nature, see point two above. We just talked about that. Taking deep breaths in point one we just talked about. And the guided chakra healing meditation to clear out stuck and negative energy from your body. Emotions get stuck and create dis-ease. And so really to start your healing journey with meditation and energy work is vital. Number eight, rewrite neurons with mirror work and affirmations. According to the America Psychological Association, a type of neuron called a mirror neuron could help explain how we learn through mimicry and why we empathize with others. They are natural and help us survive. It helps us and learn how to use utensils, how to fit into the tribe and society and teach us non-verbally. The problem is when we copy and mirror a negative ancestral pattern from our grandparents and parents unknowingly, it causes us to perpetuate a pain cycle. And this can lead to low self-esteem, eating disorders, mental health problems, and so much more. So to nourish yourself, you must rewrite those mirror neurons that do not serve you anymore. The way to do that is through repetition. You can do it, and it is possible. Rewriting the story in your head about the negative thought that you have, using empowering affirmations that you say to yourself in the mirror daily, is possible. You can do it. So you do this daily. I'd recommend 30 days to do it daily or until you are truly convinced of this new narrative. Sometimes it takes 60 or 90 days. And every week in the Empaths Energy Update, which I'm going to be getting into very soon, I include the seven affirmations for this week that coincide with the Human Design Gate Transit. And you can pick one of these and you can recite from it to yourself in the mirror. Here is one that so many of the audience loved. I take care of myself and then others. So my energy is strong. Number nine. EFT tapping to relieve anxiety, to nourish yourself, to stop your stress from bottling up and manifesting as a panic attack, yelling or relying on substances to numb you. Practice EFT tapping meditation in the meditation playlist here on this channel. 
Recovering from emotional abuse by a narcissist or childhood trauma is a complicated process. Without the necessary emotional tools, you will feel lost in your anger and grief. Trust me, I was guilty of this myself. This practice is key to do for all your loved ones around you as you process and heal from the narcissist or toxic person in your life. And when we bottle our pain up, we tend to take it out on the ones we love the most. And we feel such remorse after we've yelled at them. This practice removes all of the anxiety, the anger, and snapping at loved ones if done regularly. This EFT tapping therapy is extremely effective if you have concentrated and lean into feeling and talking your way through your anxiety while honoring your acupressure points and tapping them lovingly. You can find an EFT tapping practice that busts your stress in the meditation playlist. Number 10, journal and release the negative energy. This is my favorite energy cleansing ritual to dispel the negative energy and trauma in your life. This powerful and yet simple exercise will nourish your emotions and you'll be able to free yourself from the negative feelings by releasing it up to the universe. You can follow the guide here in the meditation playlist and play the video, How to Transmute Energy as an Empath, Journal and Burn. I'll briefly share with you what you do. So you get a paper and pencil and you set a timer and you write out all your emotions and how you're feeling for four, maybe five minutes. You journal all of this out. Don't stop writing, pour it out including the first time you felt these emotions about your current state and write everything out that you wish to say, what you're hesitant to say, like you would never say to someone, get all that anger out, get all that despair out, and then you get to surrender it to God, the universe. There are two ways to do this. Number one is to create a God box and place the folded journal papers into the box and surrender your worries to the universe. Number two is to burn the piece of paper in a safe stainless steel pot with nothing around you that could catch fire. The paper does flame up above the edge of the pot. And as you burn these words, you are transmuting and sacrificing it up to the divine, higher source, God, universe. Then as soon as possible, shower and wash that final energy away. This completes that journal burn ritual. And this is really the most potent to do and practice 24 to 48 hours before on the full moon, before the full moon on or after. And you'll not have the emotions that you just poured out in your body anymore. Won't be in your head. You won't think about it anymore. It's released out of your body after you do this really nourishing and beautiful ritual. I promise I do it every full moon for the last year or so. And I feel so light. My baggage, my emotional baggage is not heavy. And again, you can catch the more detailed explanation here on the YouTube channel in the meditation playlist. So that is the 10 tips to how to nourish yourself in your spiritual growth and healing journey. 
At least one of these will be the most transforming way for you to nurture and invest in your self-care and spiritual growth journey. Find out what cosmic energy is up next. We are going to get into that in just a second. I've created a playlist so you can go back through the cosmic energy updates. I know that they you feel it may, they may be expired, but what it is is it gives you another tool to learn about the gates because I share about the human design gates as they transit. So I will be sure to try and label moving forward which gate on the the thumbnail so you have that available to you. And that way you can think about like when you go through chart and you start to dive into the gates, you can go into the energy update and learn in depth about that particular gate. So hopefully that keeps things organized and accessible for you to learn. And let's get going into this week's energy forecast. The weekly theme for this week is pause. Pause to nourish yourself, to listen to your soul, your intuition, and to find yourself on your clear path of your soul's purpose. And this all allows you to be strong for others. So this week, the sun is in gate 24 in the human design chart transits, and the earth is in gate 44. So let's first touch on, again, a review. I already talked about the solar eclipse happening on April 30th. Again, the new moon is in a solar eclipse in Taurus on April 30th, which was Saturday yesterday. We're still going to feel this energy today as you're watching this on Sunday. So what in your life do you need to shed to improve your health and your mental health? For me, it was multiple social media platforms. I was doing way too much on way too many things and I was being spread thin and no one was hearing me because I was just ah, scattered. So where can you focus your energy? What things can you strip out of your life for your mental health? Maybe that's a person. Maybe that's a habit. Maybe that's a social media platform. And what is your soul here to do? Find your clear path. And what is your direction? Are you being distracted right now by somebody else's agenda from your soul's clear path of what you are here to do? Are you feeling paralyzed because you're afraid that your life may mean nothing? And so, or you're not going to succeed in whatever endeavor that you're trying to do. Really evaluate what, what is making you stuck. Allow this energy to open up that portal, open up the doorway to allow you to step forward onto your clear path that your soul is here to do. So with the sun in gate 24, It's all about rationalization, the gate called rationalization. This is in your Ajna center. This Ajna center is the center all about conceptualization, planning, understanding, processing ideas, and pushing it down into the throat for manifestation and creation. In the I Ching, this gate is called returning. So what this means, and this is a Taurus energy, Taurus is the bull, 
It's all about the resources, tilling the land. It's an earth sign. It is energy regarding um, money. Taurus loves money, uh, ruled by Venus. This earth sign is all about, you know, like the, the tilling the ground, the food, how we provide sustenance for ourselves and nurturing and providing for your household and the home. So this energy in the gate with Taurus and in the Ajna Center, this is all about reassessing, grounding yourself. And it's also for expansion. So it's reassessing a few steps forward, take a few steps back. That still means that you've, got, you've gone forward, right? So let's say you take four steps forward. You take two back. You're still expanding two steps forward, right? And sometimes we feel frustrated Like, oh, I have to pivot again, or I'm backtracking, or this behavior keeps happening and coming up again in my relationship with my partner or my child. What's going on? I thought we already dealt with this. So this energy this week is going to be reassessing, taking a look. This is supposed to be almost like a corrective action. Like when you are a sailor and you're, I don't know the terms, but like I know that they adjust the sail to make sure that they're correcting their trajectory same thing it's just a little bit of a tweaking and for the right correct progression for the correct direction so it's a retweaking so don't be discouraged if you do get a few steps backwards today mercury retrograde is coming in the next eclipse but it's in its shadow right now mercury's in its shadow so this also harkens to that energy of we're just gonna get a little sprinkle of retrograde And what Mercury does in retrograde is it does this. It retweaks, it reassesses, it reexamines, and it's not a pressing forward. It's a wait, hold up, pause. Let's take a look at this again because I think there's a few typos in here. You know, there might be some glitches in here. There might be some things we need to assess and readjust. And so this is why I've labeled this week's theme pause. Pause to nurture, to reassess, to expand This is for your good. So if you pause and listen to your soul, there will be major expansion and major moving forward in the right clear path direction. You'll get a lot of clarity. So pause and reassess your results, your direction and where you can retweak how you're using your energy for good. Now with the earth in gate 44, this is the gate of energy it's in the spleen the spleen center is all about survival immune system intuition so when we have this gate 44 of energy in the spleen center it's really all about the wisdom of what should be the proper energy to repeat it's almost um the I Ching it's called coming to meet Again, this is, this is reassessing. It's looking back to the past. This is an energy, a Scorpio energy, which is nurturing like a mother, which is um, ruled by Pluto, whom can, is the planet of the underworld. It loves to break things up. Pluto loves to demolish old systems to rebuild and evolve into a better system. So this energy is looking back to the past. This also is something that 
is contains a warm and welcoming feeling, right? The Scorpio is like the most nurturing, warm, welcoming mother. The fear in this gate is repeating this, the mistakes of the past. So this is a beautiful gate for emotional evolution because we're reevaluating the mother wound. We're reevaluating what happened in the past. Is this something that should move forward and continue or do we need to blow this up and re re put it back together the pieces in a healthy way any fear that's in the spleen we just need to be able to push through and say you know what I'm doing the best I can is my child going am I repeating the mistakes of my mother of the past if you can just look at the tiny baby steps, because that's how evolution occurs, the, the tiny mitosis, the energy of continuing to be vulnerable, to be honest, to be open, to answer those tough why questions with your child. If, you, if this is something you're dealing with your partner, are you making mistakes that you've, you've had in the past? reassess let's say you've been in an emotional abusive relationship before and now you think that you're not but sometimes you think you are is it maybe the conditioning that you've carried on into this relationship is this person really utilizing empathy now are they saying i'm sorry are they trying or are they not trying and that will help you push through that fear of am i repeating the mistakes of the past this is a highly intuitive gate and it knows whether the patterns of the past are worth repeating. So again, pausing, meditating, talking to your soul, healing your inner child and working on your self-nourishment is going to strengthen the bond to trust your intuition because this is a very knowing gate to trust that, yeah, you know what? I'm here for this particular reason. And that particular reason may be breaking the patterns of the past. So what patterns of the past in your life and your family that you, are you passionate about breaking, remolding and evolving for the future generations to really benefit from and not have to deal with that same pattern anymore? I love this gate. It's a beautiful gate to have. The people who have this gate defined in their charts are here for a powerful purpose. And, you know, the thing with the Scorpio energy is it kind of gets a bad rap. Like most people say, oh, Scorpios are mean and they're backstabbers. That's a low vibe scenario of that. And the fear, right? Or the ignoring the fear of the past mistakes, repeating the past. So just tune in to the warm, loving, welcoming energy. Tune into that higher frequency that you have the wisdom to share the messages from the past to, with your family, with your audience, with your tribe. And maybe you don't focus on specifically parenting or focus on children at all. That's okay because Every single tiny adjustment that we adjust in all of our collective focuses and passions and lives that are not repeating the mistakes of the past are going to benefit all of us for the better. So I have a question for you. What in your life is distracting you from your soul's purpose? If in human design, if you have an open will center, a teeny tiny little triangle 
just below the throat to the right. If that's open, you need to be mindful that you're listening to your inner guidance and your intuition, that you're not taking on someone else's idea, plan, model, agenda, Um, really focusing on what yours purpose is here and your soul knows it. So again, pause and take the time to listen. And the affirmations this week here, so the sun gate in 24, is I celebrate my progress and reassess what is distracting me from my mission. I focus on what is working and remove what is not by changing unhealthy habits. I trust my intuition and the nose and the smell of my intuition and I trust it to decipher dishonesty. The smell is in parentheses there because sometimes people can physically smell, like maybe smell a past loved one if they're channeling spirits. Those people can also smell a rat, quote unquote. It's kind of just something like they just like, it's such a turn of phrase like, I know it's on the nose and I know it. You just know it because you know it. That's the intuitive smell. It can be physically smell but it can be a metaphorical smell. It just feels off. I am not defined by my past. This is gate 44's affirmation in the spleen, but learn and grow stronger from it. I am not defined by my past, but I learn and grow stronger from it. I break the patterns of the past by being present and vulnerable. I focus on what feels good in my life and indulge in my pleasure. I am an infinite being. I order what I desire from the universe and have faith that it delivers in divine timing. And that is this week's energy update with the to the gates in gate 24 and 44. This cosmic weather here for April 28th through May 2nd. That's when these gates will be in the sun and earth. Hmm. If you wish to receive these daily affirmations directly to your inbox, as these examples share some of these powerful, empowering affirmations i also do all of the gate affirmations and create them every week if you so desire for them to be straight directly delivered to you to your inbox sign up at ravenscott.show forward slash daily dash affirmations to receive them free directly into your inbox Thank you so much for watching and listening. I appreciate all of you. Make sure that you're liking, subscribing to this channel and like this video. Comment below what resonated with you. Which of the 10 tips are your favorite? It's hard for me to choose. That's why I shared 10 or maybe list three and let me know why. Thanks again and we'll see you next week. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. Who 
losing time, I'm fading fast I just wanna make it last Try to let go of the past I close my eyes, embrace the blast Sleepless nights and headaches stack Restlessness to hell and back What's my purpose, what do I grab? A slippery surface, a heart attack And sometimes you just gotta believe There's something that'll give you relief